This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau, the voice of agriculture. Find more at fb.org. Good Monday afternoon from the AgriPulse Ag and Food Policy Summit in downtown Washington, D.C. I'm Ben Nully. A Department of Agriculture economist says big data will be a critical tool for lawmakers when targeting future funding for farm bill programs. Speaking at AgriPulse's third annual summit today, USDA Chief Economist Rob Johansson says when looking at the last few farm bills, there's been a trend towards providing assistance through risk management and conservation. Certainly we've been collecting a lot of data on crop insurance and we can improve the rates available to producers, charge them a more fair premium for their practices and improve the use of those uh, premium supports. He says the same can be said for conservation programs. We've got other tools as well that either map soil conductivity or use LIDAR technology to better highlight areas that can provide us with more efficient use of conservation dollars to generate the greatest environmental benefits. So I would imagine that those two programs in particular will continue to evolve as we see more precision ag, more big data, and and more sophisticated policy measures. Johansson adds global populations will continue to grow along with global economic growth, boosting food demand by 2040. Productivity will also increase, but he says it's uncertain what investments will prove profitable for farmers. A new Aimpoint research study finds just 5% of farms will make up America's agricultural output by 2040. Aimpoint Research CEO Brett Scotto says successful farmers, labeled in the study as independent elites and enterprising business owners, will produce three-quarters of America's agricultural commodities 20 years from now. We believe, this group believed that there'll be fewer than 100,000 production agriculture farms left in America that do 75, 80, 85, maybe more percent of the agricultural output of our country. By 2030 to 2040, he says there will be what he calls elite farmers. Do not think about farms across county boundaries or maybe even state boundaries, but perhaps multinational, thinking about operating farms at scale across national boundaries. Very likely or possible that agriculture will lose its preferential treatment by this point, that the farm bill will become a food bill, that a lot of the programs that are looked to now as, as important uh, will become less important. Certainly, when you ask the independent elites and enterprising business builders what they think of the farm bill, they think it's a opportunity for poorly running businesses to operate longer. The study surveyed farmers 55 years old and younger. Scato adds the industry understands consolidation and transformation will happen, but the true nature of the farmers of the future is uncertain. A new IHS market report says the U.S. gross domestic product will lose $290 billion from Section 232 and 301 tariffs. The report, released by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers, finds continued tariffs will increase the cost of producing U.S. agriculture and construction equipment by 6%. It also highlights placing tariffs on $265 billion of imports will hurt the U.S. economy. This is largely from the direct effect of higher prices. Currently, the president has placed tariffs on $250 billion worth of imports from China. This amount equals half of the total amount of goods imported into the U.S. from China in 2017. The head of USDA's Animal Plant Health Inspection Service praises Customs and Border Patrol officials for stopping roughly a million pounds of Chinese pork products from entering the U.S. 
China has seen African swine fever, a deadly hog disease, run rampant throughout the country. APHIS Undersecretary Greg Ibaugh says the U.S. must remain vigilant on preventing the disease from entering the country. We don't believe it's a bunch of fresh pork. It's pork products or products that have ingredients with uh, pork byproducts in them. Uh, but nonetheless, they're prohibited. And so it's very important that uh, we not only send a message to this exporter and importer, but to others that uh, we don't want to see those products put our swine industry at risk. CBP seized one million pounds of pork smuggled in from China at a New Jersey port last Friday. The Department of Agriculture is investigating the smuggling and will soon decide what repercussions they will take. That's all for today's Drive Time, sponsored by the American Farm Bureau. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. In Washington, I'm Ben Nully.